Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Looking out for you and yours with our new life and mortgage protection insurance. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now, Tommy Fleming is here to brighten up your morning with some lovely songs. He's accompanied today by Connell Early and Ewan Cowley. It's great to see you all. Thanks for coming in. We'll have a chat in a moment. But first, you're going to sing for us. And this is Fiddler's Green. As I went by the dark side one evening so fair To view the still waters and taste the salt air I heard an old fisherman singing this song That's a gorgeous song, Tommy. Come back over here and chat to me. How are you? Your voice is sounding really good. What's I'm the in, secret? good to see you, Miriam. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm. That's not that there's a secret. I, I'm in good fettle, as to say. Um, I, I one thing I discovered. I was on the Australian tour in October and November, and I just just made a conscious decision. Do you know what? It's a ma- mammoth of a tour, so I'm not going to have a drink while I'm working and while I was on the tour. So it was two, just over two months in Oz, and. Um, the difference in my voice has been has been completely it's easier it's much easier and i'm not i'm not stretching myself as much as i would have and at nearly 53 i thought it'd be kind of i'd be working it an awful lot harder but it's it's i find it an awful lot easier not only that by doing what i by making that decision in australia it kind of my relationship with all of that with going out for a drink and all of that has completely shifted and it's not a priority as such anymore who knew that alcohol played such a role in our voices? Probably a lot of people. But I didn't pay any <laughs> attention to it. Yeah, it was, you know, I would have noticed, in fairness, I would never go out the night before a show. But if I had, say, for example, if you were off on the Saturday night, um, or you'd go out on the Friday night and you were off on the Saturday night, it still affected it. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's kind of, um, it's just, I suppose it's, it's, it's age playing a part in it too, you know. Oh, come on. I know, yeah, I know, but... <laughs> Now, tell me about that tour of Australia you just mentioned there. How long was it and what did you feel like at the end of it all? Um, It was one of the biggest tours I did because COVID, we lost, what, three tours there? Um, And the promoters, I didn't want to lose the the momentum and what we had built since 1998 over there. Um, So we decided to put two tours together. And I had to go over for two months. Essentially, I was living in Sydney for two months. Um... And there was a lot of things that I know I I realised when I was there. Um, one one morning I rang home and I, I had a lovely apartment there and all of that. And I was on the balcony, thirty six degrees outside. I'm looking at the opera house on my right hand side. I'm looking at the Sydney Harbour Bridge, on my left hand side, drinking a coffee. And I'm on the phone to home, and I said, said Tina said what what's it like? And I told her and I was did a video call and she said God you're the luckiest man alive, where you're where you're staying, and I said yeah but I'm the loneliest man in the world. And it's, you know, it was one of those situations where surrounded by people, I, everyone knew me, but I didn't know anyone. And it was the first time in my 50, almost 53 years that I actually felt loneliness. And did it change your attitude to going away on very long tours? Yeah, Um, I've made the conscious decision this time that if I do a foreign tour, it's going to be no more than three weeks. And that's it. And even then, that's a push. And my own crew come with me. Um, 
I, you know, I've, I suppose I'm 34 years doing this and I've kind of, I, the way I look at it is, do you know what, I'm going to bring the people with me, <laughs> the ones I know and the ones I'm comfortable with mm. and kind of, and I, I, the other thing I realised as well was I, I've, I've made it a conscious decision to do stuff that I want to do rather than that I need to do and enjoy, enjoy a bit more of life. There was music in your family, Tommy, wasn't there? Like there was a lot of music. Ah, there was, yeah. Um, my my uncles, all my my mum's side were musicians and singers. From uh, where? From um, Monlea Atlair, County Sligo, where I grew up. Um, uh, Kilmictigas, where I was, the little townland. And there was just mu- the mu- there was music filled the house. But even on my dad's side, um, even my cousins at the moment, still very successful musicians. Um, and one of my first cousins in, in the UK, Belinda, Belinda Howley, very, very successful in a duo, Ohuli and Tiddo folk group, do a lot of work with the BBC. Um, but my, there's been music, I've been steeped in music. Um, from a, I, don't, I don't ever remember a time where there wasn't music. And the most Im- important piece of furniture in our house growing up was the record player. Mm. And every Sunday was a, there would, you know, you, any kind of music could be played. It could be Jim Reeves, it could be the Carpenters, it could be traditional music could be classical, uh, Barbara Streisand, um, you know, all of these great singers, Frank Sinatra. So there was, I grew up on a diet of of great music, of great singers, and not realising I did, I suppose, and not realising that I loved this kind of music. Um, even when I, like Simon and Garfunkel, when I was in first year <laughs> in uh, in secondary school, one of my Christmas presents was a, an album from by Simon and Garfunkel. So it's kind of, I wasn't kind of with the times, I was way behind them, I suppose, in one way. We've spoken before about the terrible accident you mm. have. I wonder, is that still always somewhere in the back of your mind? Remind people what did happen to you, Tommy. Um, 1998, the 26th of November 1998, I was promoting the Restless Spirit album. Uh, I was, because we couldn't afford to have a driver or anything like that, so I was doing it, I was, all, I was in the car all the time myself. And... I decided to come home from, I'd, I don't know, I'd driven, I don't know how many miles. So I decided to come home from Cork that evening. And the roads aren't what they are, weren't what they are now. Um, tiredness, um, I stopped off in Ballina and I met a friend of mine and I had a couple of pints, which was okay at back then, it was, mm. wasn't a zero tolerance thing. Um, and I d- decided to drive home. Um, fatigue, everything combined, I fell asleep at the wheel and ploughed into a tree. Uh, in the process, breaking my neck, uh, dislocating my shoulder, breaking my wrist, a few ribs, a uh, good few cuts and bruises. Um, and it was, it, it was, in many ways, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. In another way, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Um, and I was off the road for almost 18 months. I had to move from Dublin, which I didn't think was the best thing at the time. Uh, my recovery had to be with at home. Mm. My parents were at home at the time, God rest them. And there was nobody else at home, only mum and dad. So I had to leave a great life that I had up here. Um, I was living out in Klansky Road. And I had to leave that and come back home at 27 years of age. And then I'm, I had to move back in with my mum and dad. And I thought this was the worst thing that could possibly happen. And you know, when I looked back on it after I lost mum and dad, I got to spend nearly two years living with them on my own. And I got to know them as a 27-year-old, as to when I left home as an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. They were annoying to me as a, an 18-year-old. And I just, I got to know them as, not just as my parents, but as friends. We lo- I lost mum and dad in 2012 on the same day. And there isn't a day that I look back on that 
with with gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. But look, you're going to sing again for us now. And you're going to sing a Christy Hennessy song, Roll Back the Clouds. You, I think, were captivated by this song from the very first time you heard it, weren't you? I was, 1990. I was driving home from, I forget where I was driving home from, in my parents' car, an old Toyota K30, kind of a lime green. I don't know how they bought a lime green car, but anyway. And this came on uh, the Gareth O'Callaghan show on Radio 2 at the time, which is now 2FM. and I was absolutely spellbound by it. And when I heard the first verse, I thought, that's what I'm trying to do. That's that's where I'm trying to head to. That's that's my ambition. And, you know, I was doing auditions and I was trying to do all different things. And then when I heard the remainder of the song, as the song progressed, I realised it wasn't just me. It was every singer, every musician, every dancer, every actor, every every athlete, I guess, or anybody that's out but that puts themselves out there on a limb to make a career from a talent, a gift, um, a discipline, I guess, for want of a better word. Um, Knowing that with every step they'll take, there could be pullback three. Every door that they knock on, it may not open or might close in their face. And you just keep going. And until you've reached whatever goal you've... As somebody once said to me, is that a dream? And I thought, no, I, I don't believe in dreams. I believe in goals and goals... Our dreams were a plan. <laughs> that's how I look at it. And that's kind of when, when I listened to that song. And I loved it since 1990. And I didn't record it until 2021. Because I always said Christie's version of it was the definitive. And always to me will be. And I never thought I had the chops to sing it. To be honest mm. with you. Um, and it was it was doing that. Uh, when I listened to it one day. When we were doing the TV special from the Galway Cathedral. I thought I have to put this song in. I have to. It's just, it's too precious to me. And that's where it came out of. It's a beautiful song. I mean, with Christy, just before you sing it, was it his vulnerability, his honesty? What was it about Christy? I would never have said vulnerability. I would have always said honesty. Mm. And uh, one of the big things with Christy was his kindness. Um, Christy was one of the few people that I that I knew in this business that when he walked into a room, he put the oxygen into it instead of taking it out. Um there was there was a lovability about him, and I had the pleasure and honour of working with him. And uh, shortly before he passed away, we did a duet for his the two of us album. Um, we did Oh Jealous Heart, and there, there wasn't an egotistical bone in his body, and it was just it was a a breath of fresh air to to witness that, and to to work with that, and just a lovely lovely man and his family. Just and I'll always remember being at his funeral in Hammersmith. And uh, his gorgeous wife went up to do the eulogy and she said, listen, Christy, I'm not going to, I, I haven't accepted that you're gone yet. So I'm just going to pretend you're on a very long tour for a while. Oh. And I just thought that was, that brought a tear to my eye. And I'll always remember Jerry Kelly from UTV was one side of me and Dave Pennyfeather from Universal Records was the other side. And three of us were bawling at that point. <laughs> and just, I, and I, I suppose singing it, I've sang a lot of Christy songs, but singing this I, I hope I do it justice and I hope I do his memory justice by singing it. Well, look, it's a beautiful song. You go back over there again, accompanied by Connell Early and you and Carly. Thank you all for coming here today. I'm just going to tell our listeners about your tour all over this country. You have dates coming up in Dundalk, Belfast, Derry, Cavan, Monaghan, Limerick, Killarney. And you're going to finish up in the Gosh Energy Theatre here in Dublin on Sunday, March the 3rd. And all ticket details are on TommyFleming.com. That's the one. Thanks a million, Miriam, and thanks to the team for having us. Really enjoyed it. Tommy, thanks so much. Off you go and singing Roll Back the Clouds. Mm-hmm.
I've been sitting here so long for you to hear my song. Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1.